Welcome to the SMB Community Podcast with your hosts, Amy Babinchak, James Kernan, and Carl Polichuk. Produced by and for the Small Biz Thoughts community. We're dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. Threats to client data constantly evolve, so your strategies must evolve too. But knowing where to get good guidance isn't always easy. Well, nowhere will you hear more helpful insights from leading cyber protection experts than at the Acronis CyberFit Summit. Experts like Dave Sobel, Eric Simpson, Larry Walsh, and Acronis's Amy Luby will show you how to boost profits, reduce risk, and improve your team's productivity, as well as the latest cybersecurity strategies, technologies, and processes. In person and online, learn more about the Acronis CyberFit Summit World Tour at acronis.events. Welcome to another SMB Community Podcast. This is Carl Polchuk. I'm joined today by Paco LeBron, who I know from MSP Unplugged, but what else do you do for a living? You can't possibly just do that. Yeah, so uh, Paco LeBron, I actually run an MSP out of Chicago, and that is in the downtown area of Chicago, not in uh, any of the suburbs that a lot of people who reference Chicago from being. Um, but I am in the West Loop, uh, right a couple, about a couple blocks away from the uh, McDonald's headquarters. But, you know, we are a managed service provider providing uh, managed services to our clients and then leveraging vendors to help with the cybersecurity portion as well. So you're from the real Chicago. I'm in from the real Chicago. Chicago land stuff that might be an hour away. Correct. And it's funny because I was at an ASCII conference not too long ago and they said, are you from Chicago proper? And that was the first time I heard it because it's always that question of, oh, where are you from? And they say, you know, West Dundee or Evanston. And these are neighboring suburbs of Chicago. So when I heard proper, uh, that was the first time I heard us (laughs) Chicagoans being, you know, from Chicago being Chicago proper. So yeah, that would be uh, where I'm from. So right. Very cool. Well, uh, at, at Lori Tishnai's event a couple of years ago was the yep. first time I went to Chicago that somebody gave me food other than pizza or steak. <laughs> and, and all I can think of is, God, these people just like, you have to eat something other than pizza and steak sometime. <laughs> yep. Lori is a, a good friend. We were just at her security soiree uh, about a couple of weeks ago as well. So always a good time. Um, with her events as well. she I know she's very committed to making sure that it is in downtown Chicago because it's not a real Chicago experience if it's not in that neighboring area of being downtown. Right. Uh, well, and sometimes, and I won't name uh, ASCII in this, but you know, sometimes events will put on uh, things in Milwaukee and they'll refer to it as Chicago and you're like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm landing and driving 45 minutes to get to, yep. So, yeah, so, but, you know, they also, uh, like just last week, Exchange was in San Antonio, but they're like 32 miles outside of San Antonio. So uh, whatever. (laughs) All marketing. (laughs) Yeah, it's like uh, whatever local city you think somebody might have heard of, that's what we're going to call it. So anyway, all of that aside, I I want to talk about MSP Unplugged. First, let's talk about uh, the the stuff that you do and then we'll talk about the um the event that's coming up so sure so what is msp unplugged and and what do you do 
Sure, absolutely. So I co-host uh, another podcast called uh, MSP Unplugged. Um, it's been around for about six and a half years in different iterations. We recently rebranded it two years ago from its previous name. Um, and really it identifies both other MSPs um, in different stages of their journey. So whether they just started and they're a one-man shop, all the way to those that have maybe just jumped right into MSP from break fix, um, part-time business owners jumping into full-time, and then those that have been around for 10, 15 years, but they're trying to stay relevant, understanding what's kind of happening in the landscape. So we do uh, candid interviews similar to these and really just understanding how that MSP or IT business owner is running their business. And the goal is for two things. One, to hopefully the listener will hear that there's someone like them and they can pull from whatever that's going to help them out in their journey. But the other piece as well is really understanding that there's just not one way to do this and that there is other people out there to help. Um, you know, I think, you, you know, as everyone kind of says, you're kind of like the godfather of managed services. Um, you know, there was a time where there was this big vendor push for, you know, you have to get these set of tools to be successful. Um, and then we would notice that either burnout would happen because they weren't charging enough or resources were exhausted. And unfortunately, they had to close business. So our goal was to help, you know, the littler guy part time one one uh, person band, one man, one person band to kind of get involved um, and really just scale and expand and understand there's more than one way to do it. Um, the other part of the podcast, we do highlight vendors that we feel are really great partners to the to the channel and to the community and highlighting their services, whether they've been established like the Dados and, um, you know, for example, the Rocket Cybers of the world that are a little bit newer. Um, so we kind of go through that range of highlighting independent vendors, well-established vendors, so that there are different variety for listeners to understand that there's tools to achieve what they need at all kinds of scale of price points as well. Because I, we truly believe that, you know, having the great tool set is going to be the best uh, ability for a solopreneur or a small shop to really gain traction and stay relevant moving forward. So that's kind of the podcast in, in a nutshell, essentially. So it's kind of div divided up between those two and really just having it weekly um, Tuesdays uh, around noon Eastern, 11 Central. Um, and normally they're live on YouTube, but then they, they're translated out to the you know normal podcatchers that following Monday. Right. So, and what's the website for that? I want to make sure we put that in the show notes. Sure. The website for the podcast is mspunplugged.com. Okay. So I'll make sure we, we put that in there as, uh, along with the uh, TechCon Unplugged. Yep. So, yeah. And TechCon Unplugged uh, a little bit is about our event. So um, back when we were named the Computer Repair Podcast, me and my co-host at the time were on two different shows on a different network uh, known as PodNuts. And we decided we wanted to throw an event um, because the event that was happening kind of in our uh, circle kind of disbanded. And essentially that vendor decided not to have it anymore. So we felt there was a calling and we wanted to give a different spin on having that type of event. So we went ahead and held TechCon Unplugged in 2019 in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, we had about close to 100 people there. 
um, as our first, excuse me, as our first stint. And it was really, it was a, a great success. I think a lot of people found a lot of great value. You know, we surveyed the attendees to see if they wanted us to do it again. It was a, a, an emphatic yes. Um, and so we then decided to plan again for 2020, but unfortunately COVID happened. And right. so we had to cancel. Um, so we're having it again this year in 2021, but this time we're going to have it actually in Rosemont, which is maybe about five minutes across the border of Chicago. But the cool part about this is when you're coming in the airport, you literally can get a shuttle right to the hotel. So, well, and just for the record, there's a casino in Rosemont. So, <laughs> so here's the fun part. The casino is actually in Displains, which is across the street from Rosemont, but the parking lot is in Rosemont. So it's this weird <laughs> thing that's happening. Yep. So, um, but yeah. Don't the they casino, call it the Rosemont Casino? No, it's called the Rivers Casino. Oh. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's, there's a little bit of backstory behind that, but the town was very upset that the that Displains was able to pull the actual casino on their side of the town. Oh, yeah. Essentially, they're getting all the taxes. So, right, exactly. um, so yeah, so that's interesting. But yeah, we got the Rivers Casino over there. Um, there's a new entertainment uh, district that's over there that has a lot of great opportunity for fun and family fun, um, but it's also available near public transportation as well for those that want to get to downtown Chicago, which is about 20 minutes or so on public transportation. It's really easy to get to. It's a great area. So, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, all right. So TechCon Unplugged and what are the dates for that? Yep. Yeah, so it's uh, September 17th to the 19th. Um, it's going to be at the Aloft Chicago Hotel. Um, again, really right by the uh, the Rosemont area slash Chicago. So no matter which airport you're coming in, um, if you are coming in through the Midway Airport, it's a bit of a drive. So you want to come in on O'Hare. But yeah, it's going to be uh, on the weekend, Friday. It's officially starting Friday evening until Sunday afternoon. Um, but we do have a couple of pre-function items happening uh, in Friday as well. Very cool. And uh, so people should, the, the preferred airport is O'Hare. The preferred airport would be O'Hare because we have the free shuttles that are coming from there that'll take you so you don't have to worry about cost of transportation if you're not renting a car or anything right. like that. But if you are driving up and you are staying at the hotel, we did work it out with the hotel to get free parking, which is kind of unheard of in Chicago. So okay. <laughs> very cool. So uh, tell us a bit about like uh, what's the agenda? Is it multi-track, single track? Uh, you know, what, what does it look like? Sure. So it is single track. Um, ideally, we what we did was we swapped out Saturday. We split Saturday and Sunday into being a security focused um, agenda on Saturday and then Sunday for more business optimization. So you have vendors such as Huntress, uh, you have Acronis, along with uh, Threat Locker that are going to be appearing on Saturday and talking about best practices. Um, and then we also have a lot of uh, key panels from other peers that are going to talk about, you know, how should you build out your security stack? You know, how do you cover your behind with best practices and lessons learned. And then Sunday, it's more about, again, optimization, business operations, networking. So how to design and set up your network. How do you go ahead and document um, internal optimization? So that's kind of what we have set up for those two days. Um, really a single track, but with those two kind of key areas in mind, just with how we kind of see the, uh, the industry or the uh, environment now that we're kind of trying to figure out or uh, get around. Right. Uh, and uh, do you mind giving us a hint about pricing? Yeah, no, absolutely. So the ticket sales are $199. Um, we are trying to cap it at about 100 just for due to safety and space at the hotel. Um, and the hotel, we have a discounted rate at $124 a night if you're going to plan to stay there. And of course, wow. it includes uh, free parking. $124 a night for the A-loft. That's pretty good. Yep. 
Yep. So and so and I know from having done events, the 199 doesn't cover the cost of food for the event. So not only does it cover the food, <laughs> it also covers the open bar. No, I, so, I mean it doesn't cover it for you. So the oh, vendors yeah, are no, clearly no. stepping up to to subsidize that. <laughs> so we actually worked it out where if for some reason, because we were kind of concerned with COVID, really the 200 bucks is paying for the meals. Like that's really where it is. So if we just had totally no vendors and the and we had ticket sales, everyone would be able to eat, everyone would have a good time. We wouldn't have things like the open bar and things of that nature. Like you mentioned, the vendors did were gracious enough to help us with that cost. Um, and they're, we're doing a lot of cool stuff happening on Saturday night where we're having a, a Saturday night social at a nearby restaurant called the Five Roses Pub. Um, and we're actually working on there's a, a couple of vendors that are kind of stepping up to kind of sponsor that night. Um, right now, we have it on the website listed as Malware Bites, but we're working on some new deals where that may actually change. Um, because they want to uh, be involved in other ways. But basically, the restaurant is going to be closed down from 6 to 11. And it's just going to be us. And we're going to be able to really help um, have that uh, hallway conversation. Because I think that was a big thing that we missed, especially from this past year, um, really being able to gain that knowledge. And you know, and I'm sure you can attest to this, Carl, that everyone says the, con the content and everything's great at a convention, but it's always those side, those hallway conversations right. that make that, uh, that conference meetup event. And that's what we're hoping to achieve. Yeah. And you know, the, the Zoom thing and the online, it's great, but it is not the same. And you know, that's, uh, I, I know that there are some people who are just happy to say, hey, you know, I don't have to travel and my life is easy and you know I can just stay home and say like, okay but there's also a whole lot of us that like I want to get out I love just chatting with people who are in the business and finding out you know what their current issues are and you know there are people who have one set of problems in Chicago and a different set of problems you know in in Michigan I mean it's, it's as yep. weird as it sounds they're literally next door to each other and but stuff happens you know and so uh, it's nice to see also the wins, you know, because you meet up with people who say, Hey, I got this new thing I'm doing for marketing and it's, you know, like suddenly successful. <laughs> so, yep. um, yeah, that and, stuff is huge. It's also great to see people that you've seen before, like, Oh, yep. Hey, I haven't seen you since whatever, two years ago. <laughs> so, yep, yep. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of great things that you mentioned there too. Like, uh, you know, we were very specific to say this was going to be an in-person event and exactly that. I think, a lot of people have just kind of been virtual out um, and, and that piece. And we have had a lot of requests to see, hey, will you have a virtual component to this show? Will there be some recordings? As of right now, that is not the plan. I mean, we want to keep it as an in-person event just to right. encourage people to attend in person. And we understand, you know, there, there's a there's a different uh, uh, several different reasons why you can't or are uncomfortable to to attend. But really is to get back to, like you said, the, the, the talking to meet up. Um, and really, like you said, I think the fact that, you know, having that many um, different geolocations or demographics of people where if I can help connect someone that they're both in the same town uh, versus from somewhere else, like you said, from a metropolitan like Chicago, and there's someone over in like, let's say Omaha, you know, I can connect those two and then they can help bridge a gap and maybe even leverage and help each other out in case one's on vacation, one's not, you know, and helping build those. And create the friendships that you mentioned that, you know, that you look forward to, to meet them at, you know, other shows or just in general coming back to the following year event. Yeah. I mean, I've had events where I met a few people and then uh, somebody said, Hey, we're doing this thing, you know, whatever. I've got a grand opening for my, my new office. Uh, and 
people from that event like showed up for the grand opening. It was like they, they literally a week before had no idea who the other person was. And now they're, you know, going and doing some event together. So, um, so yeah, I'm a big fan of the in-person stuff. So this is technically the second conference. Like, this is technically our second conference, yeah. correct. Yep. And do you think that like the third and fourth, that they will be in-person only? Um, I think as we grow, there's definitely a lot of lessons learned. I think that, you know, one of the things that our attendees have said that they miss are workshops. Um, unfortunately, just because of the space, we can't have breakout sessions for those workshops, but we are trying to introduce a couple quasi workshops with the group, which one of them being the Microsoft 365 workshop slash bootcamp we're having as a pre-event. That's a limited event for the first uh, 50 ticket holders. And really that's, you know, going into Microsoft 365, scalability, things of that nature. Um, a lot of that details on the website, but as we kind of go into three and four, it's including that type of stuff, understanding, you know, is there a need for virtual, you know, for those that, you know, may not be for COVID, but just don't really like to travel as much and really would need access to this type of information because it's beneficial. It's definitely on the conversation um, topics for us. And as we kind of foresee how it's going to happen in uh, 2022, 2023, et cetera. Right. You know, it's interesting. There's so many free events that I just, you know, I want to make sure people get the message that, look, if you can't afford $199, you're, you're not doing well in your business. And, and, you know, you need to go borrow that money from your brother-in-law and, and figure out how to do well in your business so that 199 becomes a non-issue. I mean, yeah. quite realistically, in this industry, there's no excuse to avoid a conference because it's not free, but there and are people who only attend free stuff. And, and the good point to that as well is it's a write-off. It is a business investment to your you know, betterment in education, you know, and, and really you're paying for your food. And that's really right. where for our event, you know, you're paying for your food. We're taking care of some of the other extra stuff. So, you know, there's a bunch of giveaways and all these other added benefit, but the real fa fact is it's a, it's an expense write-off, you know, and you should, and if you don't know, if they don't know how to do that, talk to your CPA or accountant, which should be one of the first things you did as your business in the first place. And so who are the, the speakers uh, other than, you know, just like obviously the vendors, you know, they, they pay, uh, they, they get their slot, but uh, who sure. are the other speakers? So we have quite a few of our panelists um, that are just peer to peer. We have uh, uh, Rick Smith out from New Jersey, who has been running his business for well over 10 years. We have Mike Wise over in Denver, Colorado, who's also kind of a break fix slash hybrid model. So getting that perspective, we have Ron Cervantes down in Florida, who has been kind of a one man band, but leveraging some of the bigger tools like ConnectWise, et cetera, to make his business solid and, and fortunate from there. And the list is ever growing. So we're actually having quite a few more speakers as added. And as our website is getting updated, as we uh, uh, candidly jested uh, about before the show, um, there will be some more updates with headshots and things of that nature who will be talking about that more on who's going to be providing these uh, perspectives, because we felt that like-minded business owners speaking with other like-minded business owners is going to have another component added to that hallway conversation as well. Right. Uh, all right. So Side topic, only because okay. you brought it up in the uh, in the, the before the recording was started. Yes. So I love the story that you found out about me because your uh, fiance, your girlfriend, uh, gave you a book 
Now, how many people on earth have ever received a Carl Polchak book for Christmas? I think it might be one. I mean, you may be the only person who a loved one ever uh, decided, hey, you know, I know what Paco needs. He needs Carl's book. So, yep. So it's funny how that story happened where, um, you know, it was Christmas time. We just started dating, I think, at the time. Um, I had just, uh, they, the, they eliminated the department at my previous job. I was doing the business part time. And I was doing really more break fix, but I knew I wanted to get into managed services and try and get into that. Um, and I think just her, you know, we were in that open listening phase, right? And that retained managed services. And I think, you know, she knows I love to read business books, you know, Pumpkin Plan and, and, and so forth. Um, so I think she just went on Amazon, typed in managed services. Uh, your book came on how to get into managed <laughs> services in 30 days. Um, and she bought it, you know, and, you know, unbeknownst to her, you know, that was your second edition of the book because you had updated it to the third edition. So when I saw that that was there, um, I emailed your team, you were kind enough to send over the updated PDF of uh, the third edition as well. Um, but yeah, that's really what helped me kind of get out of that break fix mindset. Um, and start getting, you know, monthly retainers and then bring, building that into uh, managed services and, and including those uh, other, you know, pieces to the portfolio. So I, I will say that, yeah, it was a really great foundation that started me off. This was back in 2017, I believe. Very cool. Well, I just, you know, I don't want to brag, but I, I got to say, I don't know of anybody else who's ever received one of my books as a gift. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely uh, there. And just a side note, uh, the, you know, what we did with you uh, is, you know, that we have no control over what Amazon sells because we don't we don't have a relationship directly with them. So mm -hmm. they will they will not stop selling the first version of uh, that book on Audible or the second mm -hmm. version on Audible. So when people register, you know, we just say, look, you need the newest version. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It's and it, and, and, it, and it does provide you a, that much more additional scope of how you should be doing it. So yeah, for those who haven't got the book, you should get the book. And if you don't like to read, get the audible version. <laughs> exactly. So, all right, enough about me. So let's, so you mentioned loving to read books. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you think that it makes a difference in terms of people's success if they just listen to podcasts and take advice and go to events versus also uh, diving into uh, books? Yeah, I think books are a huge component to that education and learning. I think that it, it complements of what you're listening to, because I, how I feel it, you're getting the summary or kind of just the, the appetizer or that small piece of what the topic is. And then you got to go into the book to get the main course and really understand and how to drive those points and pull them to your own experience. And I'll give you an example. Um, again, Pumpkin Plan by Mike Michalowicz, great book, but he has a new book uh, called Fix This Next. Well, I heard his presentation about it and thought, man, I really need to figure out like how to get that going or because I thought that that spoke to me. So I bought the, uh, the book on Audible, listened to it. So many, so much more in depth that he could have ever got through an oh, right. hour presentation, right? Um, so, and I, I think the same thing for podcasts. I think, you know, for those 30 minute shows, hour shows that it's hard to kind of harness everything that you're going to talk about in that topic, you try to hit all the main points. Um, but there is a lot of benefit to getting that book. And I think a lot of people tend to not read books because 
the concern is sitting there and understanding and reading and trying to stay focused. Um, for me, that was a big issue because I love to read books, but I always read something that I want to do. And then I stop my place and I'm throwing in my notes and then I want to continue and then trying to recollect of what my notes are. Whereas if I listen to an audible, that allows my freedom to be able to hear it and I can actually function a little bit better. And that's kind of what's worked for me, um, at least the majority of the time since I'm still in the car too. Right. Well, I find, especially like with Mike's books, uh, I buy them on Audible or on the Kindle. Mm -hmm. And then if I really like it, I go back and buy the physical book so I could write notes. And, <laughs> right? yep. So almost every good nonfiction book that I find, I, I actually own at least two different versions of it, the physical book and either the Kindle or the uh, or the Audible version. And that's true with so many books. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I also encourage people to, you know, to in, to join as many podcasts as they can, because a lot of times it's like a you get this quick interview and you get a, a, a bite and then you're like, mm -hmm. oh, I should totally find out more about that event, the book, the theory, the, you know, the program, whatever it might be. Um, and so, you know, all of it contributes to the bigger picture. Um, yep. So, you know, for me, of course, you know, uh, my daughters sort of grew up in this world of we learn everything from books, right? So <laughs> uh, if I'm going to start a new hobby, you know, before I buy the 3D printer, I buy, you know, three books on 3D printing, <laughs> so, nice. you know, and they may not be the right three, but they're a place to start. And then you, and then you find out the language and you learn the business and then you learn how to, how to educate yourself even more on those topics. So, yep, exactly. But uh, anyway, so with the uh, event that you're putting on, uh, do a lot of these vendors uh, do something besides just, uh, you know, whatever, half hour stage presentation or are they are they actually engaging people? Yeah, so we do have a vendor hall that we have a booth for them to engage. We actually are having conversations with all the vendors to not so much have um, demos per se at their booths, but like I think a lot of people really want to figure out how do I use this item or this topic or this service, right? Um, so like one vendor that we have, uh, Synology, and they have so many features and functions. Well, we've had actually conversated with their team. Hey, would it really be cool if you say, hey, here's the top three things our partners are doing with this thing right now. And so because one, for someone who has a Synology, oh, I didn't know that it did that. But two, you know, for those that like to turn the wrench, it's one of those where, okay, now I see what this does. How do I profit? How do I make a profit from this? How do I monetize this with my current clientele? And I think that's what helps is to really get that actionable um, items information, because our goal ultimately at the end of it all is that, hey, I went there. And I got my money's worth. And now I'm able to bring some stuff home and really assess on how I want to build my business or expand or scale with some certain services. So, um, so there will be a vendor hall, there will be some engagement from there. And we're actually encouraging all of our vendors to really, you know, stay in that same, uh, um, uh, presentation room and really talk to their their partners and potential partners and understand what's going on because you know we're really giving them a huge focus group of close to 100 people to really understand what's going on with their product the community and things of that nature and it's a wide range of demographics as well so depending on what their go-to-market strategy is hopefully it's helpful for them as well but yeah there will be some engagement from the vendor hall they will have their presentation and then uh, obviously in the friday and the saturday nights uh, socials as well 
Very cool. Uh, so give the website once again, make sure everybody has that. Yep. The website for the event is techconunplugged.com. And then you'll be able to purchase your ticket, see the agenda, book your uh, hotel stay from there. If for some reason the booking is um, booked on the hotel, um, we do have the sales director's information as well to provide if you are looking to stay at the hotel. Uh, and then uh, give us one last plug for MSP Unplugged podcast. Sure. Yeah. So MSP Unplugged, uh, we are on live every Tuesday at noon Eastern, 11 Central. Um, you can find us over on youtube.com slash MSP Unplugged. And there you'll be able to find all of our previous podcasts um, on live and video format. Or if you like it on audio, you can go ahead and listen to it on all the Apple, Amazon Music and Spotify music players as well. Very cool. All right. Last question. You get you got a minute and a half here. <laughs> okay. uh, What's the most important reason that somebody should attend uh, TechCon Unplugged? I think the biggest piece is like-minded business owners. I think that we're in a stake right now for having an in-person event. It's that much more important to really uh, rub elbows, right? Not shake hands and, and really understand how can you take uh, advantage of someone else's knowledge? Because even though you may be in the same area, everyone has something to give and offer. And I think that's what's great about our community. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, Paco LeBron from uh, MSP Unplugged. Thank you for being with us today. And uh, we will get all of your links and put them down below. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to another SMB Community Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the SMB Community Podcast. If you found this useful, interesting, or fun, please subscribe, share with your friends, and give us a thumbs up on your favorite social media. Please check out the show notes at smbcommunitypodcast.com and give us your feedback.